get connected with Take Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit Take2Radio.com. Hello and good evening, everyone. This is Belinda GT. I'm here with Renee Portia and Brandon. And before we jump into Big Brother, we just want to say to all the listeners that everyone at Take Two Radio is praying for everyone in the path of Irma. She sounds like she's going to be a giant pain in the ass. Um, and we hope that you are evac'd and safe and or are getting somewhere safe. So let's start the show. Hello. Say hi, Renee. Hi, Renee. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, give hey, us a <laughs> Heidi-ho, everybody. (laughs) Heidi-ho, indeed. So we're going to keep tonight's show a little shorter because at about 4 a.m. I'm opening a Hurricane Irma boarding house in my home. I've got got family coming, and my daughter-in-law is French. She's an au pair, and so she's got more au pairs that, like, are family lists that are coming. And, of course, my husband's really excited at the idea of a bunch of soaking wet au pairs coming in our front door. So I'm probably just going to lock in the basement like some perverted ogre for the weekend. <laughs> that being said, uh, one of them is bringing a baby. I haven't had a baby in my house in a million. So uh, anyway. And I'm in Atlanta, and Irma's going to hit us about Monday, and it's supposed to really suck. So I was telling you guys before the show, just everybody's in panic mode here because that's what we do in the South. If there's no, a hint yeah. of ice, snow, or rain, we run. We buy every loaf of bread, everything of milk, <laughs> and every drop of gas at every gas station, and then usually it's funny, and we're all sitting around with a million freaking loaves of bread. So <laughs> That's <laughs> my day. <laughs> so, let's talk Big Brother. My girl Raven is gone. I don't know what to uh, do. <laughs> so many tears were shed. Oh, my gosh. Really? And it was it was funny because <laughs> Wednesday night she went on this, like, cavalcade of crazy, and I wrote an article about it, and it was like I called it Raven's Festival of Lies or something. It was, it was crazy. Her mom's a possum whisperer. Her mom was possessed by the devil and jumped on her brother and beat him. Um, let's see. Oh, Raven went to college, and for two summers, apparently summer classes run 12 hours a day. And when Paul said, I don't know if you all heard this on the feeds, Paul says, did you get a degree? And she says, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit, and her GPA is dance, so it's great. Yeah. I I am sadly going to miss her because I wrote about her almost every day, and I don't know what I'm <laughs> going to do now. Uh, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm distraught, y'all. <laughs> My arc and fancy's gone. Well, she's watching Netflix. I get Well, what I mentioned on Twitter and, and in the Facebook groups and on the article is that before, when Matt was in the house, you know, he was boning her constantly, I think mostly just so she'd shut up. Um, <laughs> and with, with him gone, she's just like, blah, blah, blah. And the house guests, have y'all seen them hiding from her pre-eviction? 
Yeah. <laughs> it was girl. Good for them. Yeah, it was just like a fun, and it was almost like a nonstop Raven exposed party. For anybody that wasn't in the room with her, that's what they were doing. So it was amazing. Um, were you all surprised that she went out on the double eviction? Who were Because we, she didn't – I think we talked about we'd like to see her go, but we didn't think it would happen. What y'all think about the DE? Oh, yeah. No, I was surprised because I, I think all of us thought that it was going to be Kevin – uh, based on what we had seen that last night and, and leading up to last night's eviction. So to see Raven go was a little bit of a shock because we, given how the season has gone, we haven't had much of that shock factor during the eviction, um, ever yeah. since Jillian's eviction. So this was actually the first time that we were actually shocked. And I mean, I enjoyed it, but still, it was interesting to see how things kind of kind of twisted last night for I don't know, maybe the better, but we'll see. Yeah. Renee, why do, why do you think that they sent Raven out instead of Kevin? Were you shocked? Well, um, no, I actually wasn't shocked because uh, Alex was in the dark about everything, and since Raven voted uh, for Jason to leave, she just wanted revenge. Well, I think she still wanted Kevin to go, Um but I think she also right. wanted some revenge. So she kind of did look, Alex looked a little uh, shocked, um, I guess, when Raven, you know, was evicted. But I, I, I thought that was going to happen. I mean, I was hoping, oh, I prayed for Josh to win that, that veto. But I, I didn't think that he was going to um, leave the nods the same. Like, he had two chances to to change things up, and, and he, he, let them, he let them go. And I was... I was right. I to break my television. But he would have had to put Christmas Paul on the block, and if he had had you know balls, he would have put Paul on the block. But yeah. he knew he didn't have the vote, so I think he was too scared to do it. Now Paul looked legitimately to me, but he's a master at acting. What y'all think? He looked legitimately upset that Raven got voted out. Do you think there was no time to talk and everybody just went with their gut? And he was – you think? do you think Paul was blindsided? What do you think, Brandon? I, I don't think he was blindsided. I mean, it's not what he expected, sure, but I, I don't think he cared because it, it seems like his loyalty is to Christmas above everybody. I, I don't know. Maybe not. It, it's really hard to tell who his loyalty is to. Um, but I I don't think he really had much feeling one way or the other towards Raven, so I don't think it's it's much of a loss. It's not much of a loss to him to lose her. Um, so right. I don't I don't think it, it matters to him. Yeah. Okay, Renee, your boy Josh blew Paul up on on Jason's exit video. Were you screaming? What did you think about that? <laughs> oh my God, I was. I loved it. I, I was hoping that he was going to pull Alex aside and tell him, tell her that, you know, this was all Paul's doing. And that's when I thought they would get together and they would, he would pull someone down, they'd throw him up, and then, you know, maybe they could get rid of him. But he didn't do that. Yeah, so nobody actually talked. It was kind of just like boom, boom, boom. And, you know, and now, I don't know. Now things pretty much suck. I, I haven't watched the feed at all today. And um, I watched last night hoping there would be something good, but Christmas was still like, 
she's like bullying Josh around a little bit, her and Paul, and I don't know. And I don't buy any of Paul's crocodile tears. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, it's the look on Jason's face, especially the order they played them, because they played, you know, Josh blowing up Paul. It was all Paul, and he's bawling, so you believe him. And then a second later, Paul's like, if you're gone, I don't know what happened. <laughs> and Jason was like, we need to go back in the house and just kick the shit out of Paul, I think. That was awesome. So, I would yeah, say to see that. And I, I, didn't, I actually haven't watched all of Jason's iJeff interview, but my understanding <laughs> is that he is planning on going into the jury house and trying hard to trash Paul's chances. Have you all did you all watch it? Is that what just a bit? Uh, I didn't see it, but I feel like it's going to be a hard task to to take on because it, it yeah. you know they don't have much to go on aside from Jason's word. Uh, and so I lots of people in there don't like Josh. I mean Matt and Raven, I think are going to stick are going to stick with Paul because. You know, Paul, he did look genuinely upset, and he whispered some stuff to her, I think, on her way out. Um, And he, you know, he was the vote to keep her, because he voted, he was the one who voted for Kevin, right? Or I can't remember which way the votes went, but I think he, uh, yeah, they voted for Raven, he voted for Kevin. But um, I think Matt and Raven will stick with him, and so that leaves who? Cody, Mark. Jason and is that the Elena. three and Elena, yeah. So I don't know. Um, I mean, it, it all it, it's all going to come down to who who's the final two anyway, because Elena and Christmas were really close. I think um, weren't they? Am I remembering wrong? Yeah, they were early on in the game. Um, yeah. I don't know if it stayed like that, but they were early on. So what did y'all think about Bobby Moynihan? I enjoyed him. <laughs> Hilarious. I love that he got to do the DR. I love that he was a super fan. I love that he was mocking Paul, mocking Raven, mocking Josh. But mocking Kevin. But that, he's... He saw it as him, you know, being a huge fan because he came in banging the pots and pans, which I thought was funny that Josh took yeah, it like that. Yeah. He must be a fan of me because he's doing this. And it's like, or he's making fun of because he called them all idiots. <laughs> I mean, I think he rep- he represented like the voice of America. I think largely when he came yep. in there, he was funny. <laughs> and I, uh, I mean, I don't, you know necessarily want to see that new show of his, but who knows. Just because he was slightly funny on Big Brother, I may actually give it an episode. Renee, what did you think of Bobby Moynihan's parents? I loved him. I thought he was hilarious, and I I was like, wow, I, I wish they would put him in Celebrity Big Brother. <laughs> well, even though he's not that big of a celebrity, I feel like he is ten times too much celebrity to agree to do Celebrity Big Brother. <laughs> Um, That's true. So while we're on the subject, so do either of y'all watch CBB in the UK? 
I haven't. Have you watched it, Brandon? I have not. Okay, I have. Um, and, you know, it's a bunch of drunken D-listers, and, and they give them alcohol a lot. The one season, I only watched one season all the way through, and that was the season with Farrah Abraham and Jenna Jameson. Is that her name, the porn the porn star? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and Farrah and Jenna were just a hot trash fire. They made all of America look bad. Um, and the rest of them are, like, people off, like, reality shows and stuff. So I'm assuming that we're going to get reality show type people like a Constantine Maroulis, you know, or God, oh. even Justin Guarini from, you know, season one of American Idol. <laughs> yeah. Oh. People whose names you say, and you to go, huh? William Hung from American Idol. I think that was his name. William Hung, oh my God, yes. <laughs> oh, I think it's going to, it, there's not going to be anybody from, past Big Brothers, because Julie said she doesn't consider them celebrities. I think probably people that do Dancing with the Stars is aiming a little too high. Um, you know, that would be my guess. So I think it's going to be people that are like, uh, I don't even know. What do you think? Do you do you guys remember the Surreal Life when they did when they did Surreal Life? Did you ever watch that? I think I do. I think I remember that. It was one season. It was one season, and it was a Big Brother-type concept where they were locked in a house, and there were cameras, but they didn't have feeds. Um, Brigitte Nielsen was on it. She she was Red Sonia. She was married to Stallone for a hot minute. Flava Flav was on it because she got in a showmance with Flava Flav. (laughs) I remember that, yeah. And do you remember Vern Troyer, the the little person? He he was many Doctor Evil's mini me. He was on there, and he rides around on a little scooter. And he got so drunk all the time, he was falling off his little scooter. It was so messed <laughs> up. I'm trying to remember. You know, ooh, Google's Google's a miracle. Let me let me Google because this is exactly the the, the type and quality. I think uh, Renee and I. We were emailing about this today, and I was saying, like, um, Barry Williams, you know, yeah. from the Brady. He's in everything. Yeah, well, I think the guy who played, uh, no joke, the one who played Bobby Brady, the youngest one, I'm pretty sure. Now, this is funny. The real life apparently had six. Oh, that must have been, okay, there there was regular editions. See, I never saw a regular edition. So I'm looking up. Okay, Brigitte Nielsen, Vern Troyer, Vanilla Ice was in the right. house. Uh, Corey Feldman. Is Corey Feldman the dead one or the alive one? He's the alive one. <laughs> <laughs> oh the dead one. Adrian Curry. She was. She was on like. America's Next Top Model or something, and she got in the showmance with Christopher Knight. He was Peter or Bobby Brady. He was one of the younger Brady. Peter. Peter, and they had, like, a big showmance. Jordan Knight, I don't know who that is. Oh, gosh, Janice Dickinson, that's right. Oh, my gosh, she was such a drunk hot. 
Vince Neal, who, of course, has almost died three times. Omarosa was in the house. Oh, my uh, gosh. I oh, no. Conseco. I remember he was a total D-bag. And Marcus Schenkenberg. I don't know who Marcus Schenken. Oh, he was on Top Model. Okay. It's a Swedish model. Okay. At any rate, we watched that the whole way through because it was such a hot dumpster fire. It was amazing. I remember that. Oh, my God. It was just like, it was so watchable. But it was just like the one or two hours a week. I don't remember if it was one or two hours a week. But this time in in an EW interview, Julie said there will be live feeds. So, oh, um, that'll be yeah. great. Yeah. Um, so let, let, let's go around. Let's hear some suggestions. Let, let's think C-list, D-list, E-list. What do you think? Let, let's just do one name each, and we'll do a few rounds until we get exhausted thinking of no one else that's that much of a, a loser. Brandon, you first. Uh, well, my first thought was people from CBS is what I was thinking is how they would go about. Um, okay. So I was thinking maybe somebody from their primetime show. Um, I don't – I mean, he's not with them anymore, but one of the first people that popped in my mind was maybe Shamar Moore could be a possible cast because oh, you know, he was so popular uh-huh. on Criminal Minds. Oh, I would love to watch Shamar Moore if he would show up. I, I think he's probably a little too big for it, but I, he would – yes. Yes to that. Yes to him. Always shirtless. <laughs> Renee, give me a name. Willie Ames. Oh my gosh, Willie Ames! <laughs> Isn't he like a Jesus superhero now? He was. He was. Um. I, he was just on Battle of the Network Stars, and he was, you know, on Eight Is Enough and Charge and Charge and um. Family, even to go back way further, I to show my family age, but uh, with Christy, with Christy McNichol, right? Christy McNichol, I loved Christy McNichol growing up. So yes, I, it would be great if they put her in there, but I don't think she does TV anymore. So yeah, I don't know what she does anymore. Okay, I think honestly, I hate to pull this off the roster of surreal life, but I think Vern Troyer might show up to do it. But on the other end of the spectrum, if they get Vern Troyer. I also want them to get uh, Dennis Rodman. Oh, goodness. <laughs> tiny and someone gigantic that can get drunk together. <laughs> well, I'll come back right, Brandon, to what I was going to say. Yeah, Brandon, give us another. Uh, oh, geez, there's so many. I, uh, <laughs> this probably won't happen, but it would be fun. Well, no. Uh is Bob Barker didn't die, did he? Bob Barker? Yeah. Uh, I, don't I would personally know. like to see him on there. I would like him just to show up and call everybody bitches. Um, <laughs> not dead. He is actively dying, according to Google. So, yeah. <laughs> well. But, yes, I would love that. Um yeah, he's not doing well. Okay. Renee, do you have another name? David Hasselhoff. The Hoff. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking at a list of, like, the last season of Celebrity Apprentice, 
Boy George. I would oh. love it. I love that. He was oh. my first third when I was, like, a kid, and I just love Boy George. He would be great. Yeah, that would be good. I remember oh. seeing him on I think some ex-soap stars, too, like the, the guy from Bold and the Beautiful who was just on America's Got Talent who was doing the Trump impersonator. What is his name? Oh, name? yeah. Uh, he, I can't remember his he used name. He Riz Thorn, Thorn, maybe. I don't even know. Um, oh, gosh, what is his name? Um, uh, trying to Google. Uh, I can't. Because it was funny because he never said his name on the show. He stayed in character the whole time. Um, the Singing Trump, what is his name? Oh, my gosh. That's so funny that people, that's what everybody's calling him. They're not even... It, it was so weird to see that he was uh, – Jeff Tracta, that's his name. Okay. Uh, uh, um, see, I mean – Well, you mentioned soap stars. What? So you mentioned soap stars. So what about – and Celebrity Apprentice at the same time. So what about yeah. Lisa, uh, Lisa Rinna? Lisa Renna will usually show up for a lot of stuff. So will Corbin Burnson. Both mm-hmm. of them tend to show up for stuff. Um, I'm thinking also some one-hit wonder singers. Those, you know, those people like okay. to show up that did, that, that like got fired from a Real Housewives franchise. Brandy Glanville. Brandy, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> This is sad. I I love Brandy, but I will sadly say I think she's actually too famous for the show. But if they wrote her a big enough check, you know. Oh yeah. Like didn't Ray J just do Celebrity Big Brother UK? He had to like leave tooth pulled or something. I don't know. <laughs> All right, here here's my suggestion. Right said Fred. Do y'all remember him? Uh-huh. He could be sexy shirt all over the house. He probably doesn't look that great now, but I don't know why. He just popped into my head. (laughs) So what do y'all think? Will you watch? Will you watch Celebrity Big Brother? I will. I'll give it a chance. That's all I can say for now. Yeah. I... I am very interested primarily because of the live feeds because we've watched uh we watched live feeds of the the CBB UK and it was really funny cuz they they do a lot of stuff that America doesn't do and I I'm sure we'll see a pretty conservative edit but there was a reality show couple that they had met on some singing reality show he, she's in a girl band, he's in a boy band, and, you know, they both came on the show. And they're, they're, they, you have to keep your microphones on all the time, and they're engaged. And all she would do was chain smoke, refuse food, because she's, like, anorexic. And then they would go in the bathroom and bone, and you could hear it the whole time. Because <laughs> he was like, oh, well, that's, that's it, baby, that's it, baby. It was like listening to Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> It was amazing. <laughs> oh, and then everybody was like, and then they would phone in the bed.
after dark, and you can see it on the green screen, just boinkity, 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 and everybody's like, would you stop? I'm trying to sleep. And it was just, oh, it was great. So I'm excited. I am excited. I just, I hope it's not chock full of Real Housewives, because as a species of reality person, I don't like them for the most part. I just think they're assholes, you know. Um, oh, yeah. So, <laughs> but I, I love the 70s and 80s TV stars because those were like the people that my, when I was little and my mother would like just leave me in front of the TV because she was a terrible parent, like all of them. <laughs> my, my friends growing up, you know, so I felt like I was a Brady, so I would like to see, I would like to see little, oh, Tanya Harding. Tanya Harding oh, would do this Oh. Oh yeah. Because we were there, whatever I don't I don't even know the channel, but it's one where they show clips of people doing stupid things, and then they have people commenting on it, and they're usually C and D list people. You know, she was one of them because I was like, oh, yeah. I don't know if it's on Wii TV on like, or one of those. Oh, was that like the uh, Free TV it's, or something like that? I think. Yeah, it, it's like it's America's like, stupidest criminals or something. I don't yeah, even know. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Do you know who I would love to see on this? And I don't know if they would do it, but, like, most people don't know them. So I don't know in terms of fame, but the guys that, from Impractical Jokers, I love those guys. You guys watch that show? Have you ever seen it? Uh, I've never seen it. Have you ever seen it, Brandon? <laughs> I've never either. I haven't. Okay. Hurry. I don't even, it's one of those shows. I maybe it's on WeTV. And Practical Jokers is these four lifelong friends. They've been friends since they were kids, and they do shitty stuff to each other. It's like they, they, the, one of them will have they'll have like a hidden earpiece on, and they go out, and you have to like they'll tell you in your ear what you have to do, um, and if you don't succeed at the task, you lose. And at the end of the show, whoever's lost the most gets a punishment. And one time they, like, put them naked in Central Park and tarred and feathered them. Um, One time they put them in these wraparound sunglasses where they couldn't see, and they told them they were giving – they were supposed to pretend to be, like, a felon, and they were giving a scared straight talk to a bunch of teenagers. But what it really was was it was a bunch of senior citizens. And they just do weird (laughs) stuff, like – it, it, Impractical Jokers, it's a great show. If you're ever bored sitting around, they usually will, like, put binges of it on on the weekends. You can sit, and it's it's stupidly addictive. They're not they're not <laughs> idiots like Jackass. Ooh, speaking of Jackass, Steve-O. Steve-O would do this show. He shows up <laughs> stuff like this. He totally would. I have completely digressed on Big Brother 19. I have already mentally given the money to Paul, and I have moved on to Celebrity Big Brother. I'm sorry for that. Okay. Yeah. Now, Brandon, you've abandoned the live feeds, right? Oh, yeah, that was two or three weeks ago I did that. Okay. So, on the live feeds Wednesday night, Renee, you've probably heard about this. Christmas was Cam talking. Apparently... She's got all the feels for Paul. No. Ugh. Yeah, I'm still. Uh, yes. She was supposed to get married last weekend, 
but obviously the engagement fell apart before she came in the house. You know, she's like an Instagram whatnot, and her fiancé was like a low-key normie guy, not tatted up, not like a muscle neck or anything. And all I know is that Paul needs to leave the house and start a cult because that's obviously where his gift lies. (laughs) (laughs) He's brainwashed. That makes a lot of sense. She's 35, he's 23, and I don't, I don't understand it. She was petting him like Elena was. Now I know why she wanted Elena out of the house. <laughs> Elena was it all her boot. Yes. It's like somebody put in one of the Facebook groups, they said that they're both so tattooed up, if they had a baby, it would come out with tiny little tattoos on it. <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. I can't even see what she sees in him. Like I, I, I was. I'm so disappointed in her lately. <laughs> I just. It's like, and and at this point, she's no longer medicated. Like if I could blame the drugs, I would. <laughs> no, it's all I her. Just, maybe he has a gigantic penis and a trust fund. That's all I can guess. But I've seen him in skin tight shorts. <laughs> And I don't think at least half of that is true. (laughs) I don't, I mean, I don't know. It's really weird because we were watching the live feeds the other night, and Paul was talking about his band that he says has played at Coachella, but I think what he means is they went to Coachella and played sitting outside their van because I did exhaustive (laughs) research, and and it, it didn't happen, but whatever. Um. And she, and he was talking to her about his band, and she was like, tell me some of the lyrics. And so he's, like, quoting his stupid song lyrics, and blah, blah, blah. And, and she's just fascinated. And my husband was like, I can't watch this shit. And we, like, turned it off and watched, I don't know, a rerun of something, anything. <laughs> but now I get it. It's, it's Machiavellian. I don't understand. I, I, I can't. Maybe the air inside the house, like, you know, is just it's doing something to their brain, you know. So she hasn't been out in the real world, so, you know. <laughs> I don't know. It's like he's secreting super pheromones, and, and she's covered in them. They're, <laughs> they're stuck to her. She's been at, when she was HOA, she was asking him to lay in her bed and, and cuddle her, and she's been, like, petting him and just everything. And, like, she sees Josh as, like, her idiot child, the way she talks to him. <laughs> and Paul, her I guess, is this twisted little family. She, she's the mother. Paul's the much younger husband. And he's their moron child they've adopted. And I don't <laughs> – it's so weird. That's a good, that's a good reality show in itself. I was going to say, that's – that's a TV show I might watch. Well, this was this was on the feeds. I don't know if you saw it, Renee, but I actually I had written about it. Paul, uh, Josh came to Christmas and was trying to talk sense to her and explain to her that Paul is not getting any blood on their hands, and Paul is finessing the people on the way out the door to get the jury vote. And she wouldn't listen to him, and then she got aggro with Josh. Did y'all hear about that at all? I saw it, yep. Yeah, I think they had it on the show where, like, she was yelling at him. Yeah, 
she was literally like, I don't want to hear it. Like, she's like, la, 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 you know? Yeah. And now I know why. She's mesmerized yeah. by his something. It's that bird on his chest. It, like, has hypnotic. I don't know. Uh, but Josh is about to get, um, you know, he he might find himself on the block. I mean, I know. I think he won HOH, right? Oh, he did? I'm, yeah. I, I, yeah, he, he did. won HOH. So that, it should be Kevin and Alex going up. Um, and then Alex going home because she wins comps and she was unlucky enough. Well, she couldn't play in this one. So I think it's Kevin and Alex, and unless Alex wins the veto, she'll be gone. That's oh, my two cents. What do you guys think? He has to wake up. Just needs to wake up. Well, I think, the thing, I think Josh does know what's going on, but he's just too – too cowardly to do anything about it because he thinks that he can't go anywhere without Christmas and without Paul. So he doesn't want to do anything to rock the boat with those two because he doesn't trust enough in his moves and his gameplay to make it to the end. He thinks he needs Christmas and Paul, but if he makes his move, then it could solidify him into the finals, you know, with maybe Alex even or something like that. How many votes do they need this time? How many people are, wait. Um, uh, There'll be two two people on the block and two people voting. So, so all it's, he needs is two. Kevin, Kevin and Alex if they put Paul up. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, if he put, now if he put up, if he put up Paul and Christmas, and neither of them won the veto, one of them would go home. But there's no – I just I just don't think he has the balls to do it. That would be the big move, Paul and Christmas yep. on the block, one of them going home. And, and he peeved about that, too. Uh, last night, I think, when they were talking about who was going to win, they told him he was going to win, and he said, I'll put you two up. And I was like, oh, if only. Yeah, I mean – that would be the big move, but the problem is one of them would be staying and they would turn on him. And Alex and Paul, I mean, Paul has a final two with everybody, <laughs> literally everybody, but I think um, that Paul or Christmas, either one coming down, would ally with Alex, and I think Josh would be fucked the next round, and Kevin is just going to you know, cover his head and cower in the corner. What I thought, well, tell me what you guys think. I thought Alex was real stupid to put up Kevin and Raven. <laughs> and I think she, I think she regretted it after she did it, but I think she just she she's blinded by irrational hate for Kevin and I and I think just irrational legitimate annoyance for Raven. What do y'all think? Did she make a mistake putting them up? Oh, she did, but yeah. too obsessed with Paul to realize it. Well, right, but so put up Christmas and Josh because she knows they voted Jason out. Why didn't she put them up? What do you think? What do you think, Renee? I, your production is in their ear. I have no idea. I It, it just seems – after Paul convinced everybody to throw the comp, um, the veto comp, last time, 
I just was convinced that these people have no brains. So I, I have no idea what, why she did what she did. She did look like she regretted it. Um, she looked really pissed. But then, then she's in there saying, oh, if you're going to blindside me, can you tell me? Like, already giving up. Yeah, and it's like, honey, that's not the nature of a blindside. <laughs> now, <laughs> what, I, what I do wonder about Jason, and I, my husband and I were debating this right after the eviction last night, everybody, a, a lot, especially this close to the end, people get out and they're pissed. And then they get into jury and they chill out. And then there's that, I think there's that time where when you get to finale night, that you can better rationalize and go, okay, you played a good game, you got me out. But we were debating whether or not Jason would ever come to that realization or if he will just stay too pissed on at the finale. What do you think? What do you think, Renee? Well, when we were talking about this earlier, I wanted to say um, – when they go to jury, they're all, they are, they're all pissed off and, and you're mad. Like previous seasons, I, I was like, Oh, I can't believe they sent them out. And I was so angry. And I figured, Oh wait, they're not going to vote for this person. And then when finale night came around, they were all like kumbaya in, in the jury and everything, you know, there was no fighting, nothing was going on. And, you know, they give the votes to the person that you didn't want to win. So I'm hoping that Jason goes in and poisons everybody in there and says that Josh told him, in, you know, in his goodbye message that Paul was behind it, and I hope he can convince everybody to, uh, you know, go against Paul. He Paul played a good game, but um, I, I guess I'm not – I guess I would be salty too if I were in a jury, and I wouldn't want to give it to him just for the mere fact I didn't want him to win. So um, I'm hoping that Jason can convince everybody to not vote, you know, for Paul if he's in the final too. So, but, yep. That's my two cents. What do you think, Brandon? Well, I'm thinking back to last season with uh, Devon and Nicole, where I, I feel like everybody thought that Devon was going to vote for Paul, and in the end she voted for Nicole. Because um, we know that Nicole and De- Devon didn't get along all that well last season, but in the end, Devon realized that Nicole – supposedly played the better game, which I would argue all day. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, I've, the way that Jason's exit interview was with Julie, I, I can't see him, you know, chilling out. I don't see Jason as the type that would chill out after something like that. Um, so I, I, I really hope, like Renee said, I really hope that he kind of sticks with how he's feeling now and, you know, realizes that if Paul makes it to the end, he shouldn't win, even though he he should. I just I just don't want to see Paul win because I'm just so frustrated and infuriated with this season in general. But I mean, if Paul does go to the end, he should win. I guess I don't know. Well, my I think that Jason won't mellow out because of what the one mitigating factor. Jason went in the house, and he, he wanted to win, but then he found out his wife is pregnant. And so in his mind, I think he's coalesced the new baby with the big brother when. So in his mind, it's like Paul just sucked his kid out of a college account. That's what I feel <laughs> like. 
It's not just that he, he took from Jason, he took from this new baby, this new miracle life, and that's what I think is going to be hand-in-hand in, hand in his mind. And I think, really, anybody that's sitting beside Paul will get Jason's vote. Absolutely, but, you know, I think Matt and Raven are going to be Paul, and I really, I don't know, I think it's going to come down to a 50-50 if Paul makes it to the end. I don't think it's going to be a landslide like it was for Nicole because I don't think there's anybody, unless it's Alex, but, you know, because Jason would, would get, would talk people up on voting for Alex, I think. Um, unless it's Alex, I, I, I think it's going to be close. That's my thought. So, um, now they had the HOH comp and then the veto this week is the comic book challenge. Did y'all hear? The, well, you saw the trailer that they got all, all a bunch of the ex people. Oh um, my gosh! I'm looking at that picture right now, and I've been dying to talk to you guys about it. <laughs> talk, talk about it. Oh, oh my gosh! They have Jesse in there. Um, I didn't actually hear what they – I had missed what they were saying, what, what was going on. I, I had to go look online. It, it's, just a, it's just a trailer. It's not like – it's not anything else, right? It's just some stupid promo they did or – They made a – they were in the costumes that they wore for the comic books, and they did like a couple of minute like mini-movie it's Avenger-esque, but it's the Revenger. So, because uh, Nicole and Vic did an interview confirming their romance, like it's a big mystery. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shocking. I couldn't tell from the Instagram with, you know, him all up your ass. But uh, anyway, <laughs> so they were talking about th- that was actually how when they started dating. Did y'all, either of y'all hear that? No. Oh, no, I didn't hear that. Okay. Yeah, this was like their love story. It's like a love story. They've been dating like three months, whatever. They um <laughs> they kept in touch, and then they brought them all, a bunch of them, to L.A. to film that thing, and that was the point when Victor made his move, I don't know, groveled, paid her, whatever he did. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, they've been dating since then, and he is packing up his crop and moving from New Orleans to rural Michigan. To, uh, he is not. He's not moving he there. Is, he is uh, moving there, according to his interview. And what's funny is she lives with her parents. So is he going to move in with them, and it's going to be a hillbilly love story? Or he's going to live in a basement. <laughs> yeah, he's going to share her basement. But I don't even know. I mean, it's like, because she still lives at home, as a matter of fact, as far as I know. Um, she, because she shared a video on Instagram or Twitter just the other day of her dad. She was, like, screaming because her dad was wearing this weird mask and was tormenting her. And she's like, this is what I live with. And she's, like, screaming, no, dad, no. It looked, It was pretty funny. So, I don't know. 
You both know I. I mean, maybe you do. Maybe I just have. I just cannot take that guy and Jesse. Every time I turn around, they're trying to shove Jesse down your throat for everything. And and James. Uh, Don't forget about James. Bruce, but uh, the rest of them. Ugh. 
No, what's sad is I actually like Scott Disick, the, the one who, who keeps impregnating her. I like him. I don't even know why. Just I think cause he, he can't deal with them, and so he just drinks, and he just shows up and drops off sperm, and then he goes and he drinks, picks up a check, and then he goes and, <laughs> and it's like, just feel for him. Linda, I love huh. the way your mind works. You are hilarious. <laughs>
He would be great. I think he's hilarious, but but he he's too wealthy. But in the same vein, Brian Williams. I love Brian Williams. Oh. He is well. He's scandalous. He, he, he's like Raven with the lies. So he would be. <laughs> So great to go in there and just like I, you know, I got murdered once when I was on assignment in you know Afghanistan. Really, you got murdered. It'd be so great. And because he was really good, he used to do cameos on Thirty Rock. He's very funny, and I do like him. And then it's like with these lies, and it's like so. Kathy Griffin. Kathy, well, yes. you know she's she's desperate right now, and she's a Big Brother super fan. She would that be would hilarious. Be amazing. Because if she could bring her Donald Trump severed head in with her, just bring it in her <laughs> life. <laughs> walk around with it a lot and pull it out at dinner. She could talk to it. Oh, my uh, gosh. We, but, let's, let's go on Twitter and, and get her in the house. <laughs> yes, let's totally do that. Um <laughs> Um, anyway, there's, I'm sorry. There's, um, I, I, I was thinking of uh, a certain. <laughs> now this is going back to like reality trash, but I don't know if anyone watched Jersey Shore, but Dina from Jersey Shore is always live tweeting the episodes like every every night, and she I think she even watches the live feeds. So it would be great to see her on there because she knows how the game works, and now, she, she wasn't like one? the most trashy one on the show, but. Wasn't she on like the first couple of seasons and then left? No, that was that was Angelina. Oh, okay. So is is Dina the one who's Snooky's friend? Yeah, she was the meatball. Like they were the they were meatballs together. Yeah. Didn't they do a show together? No, that was Jay Wow. Jay Wow, that's okay. See, yeah, I, I, oh, oh, but in the okay. Her and uh, is it Polly? Polly D? DJ Polly yeah, D? Yeah, with the hair. He, yeah. He does reality shows. Wasn't he on like one of the marriage boot camp things? He was on what? some shitty, shitty reality show besides the other shitty reality show he was on. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Well, I know Benny I think was he, on one of the Food Network shows. Now, Food Network isn't bad, but it was because, oh, oh, who is that Who's that trash fire that did Celebrity Big Brother and got into all the fights with Arsenio Hall? Aubrey O'Day. Aubrey O'Day would totally show up for this, and she was, she was on a season, I think, of – that's who she was dating. Yes, I just had to Google it. Polly D and Aubrey O'Day met on the set of – some, oh. Some one of those crap reality shows. He was dating someone. She was dating someone else. Yeah, it was relationship rehab. Yes, that's they met and they were each there with someone else, and then they started dating and then they turned into a trash fire and they broke up. So yeah, one of them would totally do this. So that would be a. That would be awesome. All right. I'm excited about it. Go ahead. I just saw that. So they already have the noms? Oh, they do? Yeah. 
And what do you think they what he did? He put up uh, Alex and Kevin. Yeah, predictable. Yeah, yeah. Because no balls. Because Christmas is holding his balls like they're her favorite ornaments, and she's not going to let him yeah. do anything. And, and she's talking. Yeah, just loves Paul now. And, uh, it's uh, I don't even know. So at any rate, it, it's predictable. <laughs> and, and, you know, if now what'll be interesting is say Alex wins the veto and gets off the block. Will he put up Paul or Christmas? He'll have to put up Paul, right? Unless Christmas tells yeah. him not, unless Christmas tells him not to, and t- and says she'll go up. What do you think? Huh. What if Alex wins the veto? We know Kevin's not winning shit. What do you think, Brandon? What will he do if Alex wins? <laughs> yeah, there, there's a part of me that wonders if, if Christmas would pull like a mat and you know fall on the sword for her man, like Matt did for Raven, um, but. I think Josh has openly said that – well, not openly, but has, I think after he won HOH, he said he would backdoor Paul if the chance would, you know, arise. So, I, fingers, fingers crossed that Alex won that veto because I think she does have a good chance. She's a great competitor. So, if she does, then, you know, if Paul goes up against Kevin, then that's going to be Kevin and Alex voting – or not kept Chris, Christmas and Alex. So I think Joss would have to work Alex hard to get her to vote out Paul. But well, I don't know. I mean, I, I think Christmas might might go up there as a pawn, and knowing that Paul wouldn't vote to send her out, and if Alex voted for Kevin, Josh would break the tie and Josh would keep her, you know. But, I mean, that that would be a hard thing. But I think she might do it be, if she's at a stage where she feels like she can't trust Josh with Paul's fate. And I do think she feels that way. But mm-hmm. then she could just try. Who won, who won the comic POV last year? I was looking to see... Who won it? Let's see. Was it Victor? I don't know. I'm I'm looking to see. Week twelve. All right, hang on. Let's see. Because that Josh has been talking about it a lot, but stuff like that. Paul's really good at memory stuff. Like he's not good at at any of that. Um, let's see. If this is the right one. It says Nicole. Yep, Nicole won it. Oh. Hmm. So, but Paul's really good at memory stuff. Um, I don't. I'm trying to think how how Josh has done on memory comps. I mean, Kevin. You know, Kevin will just complain. He's like, <laughs> "Why are they sending on this thing? What's going on?" You know, he's like, just, <laughs> you know, "He'll just complain about it." I'm getting Debbie. You know. So uh, Alex, I think, would probably do pretty well at that. So I think that one is really going to be a toss-up because Alex will be playing hard, 
Kevin will be oblivious. He'll probably be in the harness facing the wrong way. That's what I'm picturing. Just like, I don't see nothing. <laughs> oh, my I gosh. Do. Could you see him? That would, <laughs> that would just be amazing. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I think it's anybody's chance. But if if they could take out Paul, this is the week. But So, Paul's on the block beside, beside Kevin. Honestly, I don't think Alex would Alex for Christmas either one would vote for him. I mean, if it came down to a split vote that Josh could break, then he might send him home. But I just don't think the girls would vote against Paul. Well, I really don't. Maybe even as much as you know. And Alex wants Kevin gone also. What, Renee? Well, yeah, but if if Josh can get in Alex's ear and tell her what that it was Paul who sent Jason home. Yeah, but see, no. I, I don't, I don't think that would matter because she's had a final two deal with Paul, so they, they knew that Jason was gonna, ha- she knew Jason was gonna have to go at one of their hands, so she would rather Jason go without getting blood on her hands. I think. Hmm. That's my thought. And my two cents on that. All right. Well, let's see. What, let let's do a quick wrap up because I'm still uh, preparing for Irma. <laughs> Um, uh, let's go around, Renee. What would you like to see happen this week versus what do you think will actually happen this week? And, oh, now wait, is it the evictions? Aren't there two evictions this week, Wednesday and Thursday? Ooh. I know they no, said there's a special Wednesday. So. Or is it just that, that Thursday isn't on because of the, the sports? I know that there's an eviction uh, on Wednesday. I'm Googling. I'm going to ask the Googles about it. Um, but I remember she said that. I just wasn't clear on if it was two or one. Uh, special eviction episode next Wednesday. Let's see. Let's see. Five house guests, less than two weeks to go. Last night's double eviction. Two more eliminations. Yeah. Instead of another... DE, there will be two separate evictions, Wednesday and Thursday. So, yeah. Interesting. So, basically, it's another DE. Um, So, you know, obviously, Christmas Paul Josh would plan to take out Alex and then Kevin. And if they can get Alex out this week, then surely they can get Kevin out next week because unless it's a competition for folding clothes, and doing laundry, you know, and brushing your hair brush, which is my favorite thing he's done, you know. All right, so let's talk about it. With the premise two evictions, what do you think? What do you think, Renee? What what do you want to happen versus what do you think will happen? Well, I think you both know what I want to happen. I mean, I am hoping that Josh talks to Alex. I, I think that hopefully Paul continues to irk him. And, um, you know, he'll get with Alex and maybe, you know, come up with something. Uh, I don't want to see Paul in the final two. I just I, I just can't. It would be such a waste of the season for me uh, if that happens. It, that's basically my two cents about everything. <laughs> All right. Brandon, what do you think? We sound like a broken record every week that 
we want mm-hmm. we don't want Paul to win and that we want this and this to happen and every time we say we want something to happen it never happens. And so I feel like it never it doesn't even matter because we don't know how it's going to end. But <laughs> obviously it's it's like <laughs> I mean we all know how what's gonna happen. But if Josh had the balls to do what he said he wanted to do and should do, then Paul will be gone on Wednesday. I feel like the Alex will probably win the POV. Um, and I feel like Josh could convince Alex to vote against Paul. Probably can't convince Christmas. Um, so I would love to see Paul go out on Wednesday, and then I I would love to see Christmas leave. I, I think I, I've said that every week. I've made that clear how much I cannot stand Christmas. Cannot stand her. Probably worse than Alex. And I really don't like Alex either. I mean, I don't like any of them, to be honest, but I would honestly love to see Paul and Christmas leave. Granted, Alex, Josh, and Kevin is not the best final three that I would have pictured, and I feel like that I don't want to see any of them win either, but it's the hand we've been dealt this season, so I don't know. The best of the worst, well, I guess. I, I have to get this in. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I was just looking at Twitter, and I don't know if you saw this, but Alex said to Paul, like Lisa says five minutes ago, that Josh said Kevin's his target, and then Alex said, I don't believe him. If he pulls me off, I think he's going to backdoor you. And um, Paul's already talking to Alex, and Alex told Paul that Josh told her he wants to talk to her. Huh. Mm. Well, I had to get uh, Here's what I would like to see. If, if I had my druthers, is I would like to see... Alex come off the block, and let's see, Christmas go up there, Christmas to go home, and then Paul or Alex, so that Paul or Alex, one, send Josh out so that it's Alex, Paul, Kevin, and then, skipping ahead a week, I would like to see Kevin come out of nowhere and kick ass in the last round and go to the final two and win. <laughs> <laughs> that would be That's a stretch, but I would love that. My husband and I were talking and we were like, just you know, obviously Paul's been playing his great game, blah blah blah, but at the end of the day I don't want him to win. I want him to come in second again and just be so butt hurt about it. <laughs> so I would love final two to be Paul and Kevin and the old man walk away with the check, still clueless about the game. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I was winning money? I didn't know I was playing for money. You know, just like... <laughs> that would be it would be great. And because for Paul to lose once to whiny Nicole, and then, you know, and then to lose to... <laughs> that would just be like, he would be so salty. He would just, like, go home and probably never watch the show again, and it would just be amazing. <laughs> okay, that would be great. I like your – That would be, like, the, 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 the way to salvage this season. So, <laughs> I just – I would love to see Paul Butthurt, so. Um, all right. Well, we're going to wrap because i got to go finish uh, battening down the hatches for that bitch Irma that's, that's headed my way. <laughs> So, I, so we are talking next week, um, and next week we'll be coming off 
essentially another double eviction. So that'll be exciting. And uh, again, for everybody listening, uh, if you're in the path of Irma, I, let's hope you get to, to higher ground, that you're safe. Uh, if you're evacuating, be safe on the road because there's a lot of people headed north up here. Uh, Atlanta's been pretty pretty manic today with a lot of people headed up this way, but we're glad they're here. So hope that you're getting out of the path of the storm. Uh, our thoughts will be with you. And hopefully we'll all be in one piece and less waterlogged um, next Friday. So join us next Friday, the 15th at 8 p.m., to find out if Kevin continues his path of domination in CB19. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at BendaGTBELYNDAGT, and you can find me on The Inquisitor. Uh, and I also post my articles on Twitter so you can see my, my Big Brother 19 ramblings. Brandon, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at OUBrandon14. Lovely. Renee? And you can find me on Twitter, Renee Porsche, P-O-R-S-I-A. And you can also find some of my new articles from Blasting News on Twitter. You can check me out there. Yes. Definitely read Renee at Blasting News. She is doing great as a fledgling writer. I, I read her stuff and I enjoy it. Okay, oh, Pam, you. are you with us? I am here. You guys are so funny. I swear to God. I just love listening to you every week. (laughs) The things that you come up with, Belinda, I mean, they just floor me. It's a good thing I'm on mute because all I do is laugh all the time. It's so funny. It's exciting. Yeah, I think even people that... I think that people that don't even watch this show, like myself, I know <laughs> would love to listen to this. So anybody out there, tell your friends and family that don't even watch Big Brother just to listen to these guys talk, and it's they'll have a, a great time. So is that it? Do we have messages about any other podcasts coming up, or are we ready to shut it down? <laughs> Um, Well, we do have our um, Have You Heard, the latest in soap news show coming up, and I believe that's on Wednesday, September 13th. Correct me if I'm wrong. Let me look at my calendar real quick. Yeah, September 13th, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, you can join David, Belinda, and Michael from Soap Opera News, and they'll update you on the latest news. Speaking of, uh, some of the things I've been posting lately, um, uh, the guy that plays Thomas, Pearson Fode, is leaving Bold and the Beautiful. That floored me. And so you'll yep. hear things like that. Uh, so tune in on Wednesday. And then also on the 14th is our... Soaps and Review show where uh, they discuss, you know, the last couple of weeks of what's been going on on the four soaps. And that's with David and Belinda and Carolyn and Casey and sometimes Liz when she's not working. And then, of course, the 15th will be the next Big Brother show. And hopefully we'll be getting together the uh, Big, Bro- Big Brother Celebrity Edition show, too. Oh, definitely, definitely. That's, that's going to be amazing. 
All right. Well, everybody, stay safe, and uh, we'll see you next week for Big Brother and midweek for Soap Stuff. Yeah, everybody take care, be safe, and Belinda, have fun with all your peeps there. <laughs> yeah, thanks very much. Thank you very much. All right, I'll see you guys next week. Good night, guys. Bye. Right. Peace out. Bye. Bye-bye. Have a great week. Thanks. Get connected with Take Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit Take2Radio.com.